Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a great guest on. Now, you know, before I introduce the guest, one of the things I will say, what stood out is there was a tag that she had on her page on LinkedIn, and it was the dental wig, and I was like, I have to know what that is. So I would like to welcome to the show, Lydia Lavalse. Welcome to the show, Lydia. Thank you so much, Terrell, for having me here, especially on January 5th. You know, it's like, a great uh, gift to begin the uh, 2021 years with. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, you know, before we jump into, you know, talking in detail about the dental wig, can you tell us a little bit about what was your background and, you know, what's your professional background? Well, basically, I'm a dental manufacturer, so I can make crowns, bridges, implants, orthodontics dentures, all types of dental devices, I can make that. And basically, it's my field. When I say dental way, it's not like somebody who just came from another field and boom, into the dental industry. And I have been doing this uh, since 1987. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's always amazing to hear people who have such, you know, longevity in their, their, you know, in their field, and they've seen so many different levels of success. So definitely congratulations for that. Thank you so much, Taylor. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, you know, what was it about, you know, the dental field that interests you to go into it? Um, so I was born and raised in, raised in Africa. And I grew up with a dentist at home. One of my sister was dentist. I mean, was because now she's retired. And something that really affected me a lot was my, my grandmother for my mother's side. She had only two teeth left on her upper jaw. And, and she loved uh, peanut butter. <laughs> you see, and there is no electricity. So she, need, she had to knead on the floor and use our ancestors' uh, stones, you know, to blend her uh, roasted peanut. Oh, wow. So she get her peanut butter. And also my grandmother from my father's side, I saw her one time only before she passed away. And I remember she was very old. I heard that she was like over 100 years old. Wow. And I remember my aunt, one of my aunts said, oh my gosh, her mouth smells bad. Wow. I was like maybe six or seven. And it came to my mind. Hmm. So long story short, my grandmother, one day we were sitting right in front of her with my sister, who is dentist. And she said, please, can you make my teeth so that I can enjoy chewing uh, crunchy peanut butter, crunchy roasted peanut. And my sister said, well, you know, I'm a dentist. I don't make teeth. So normally the teeth manufacturer, and that's why we are planning to send Liddy to France to learn how to make tea. Wow. And when she said we are planning because uh, our dad passed, died in January 1st. 
So in New Year, so you, you see, you understand how being in uh, January 5th, still like a little bit like, I'm still mourning, you know, a little bit, but yeah. that's part of life. And when she was saying we, meaning my siblings, because mm -hmm. I'm the youngest baby of the family. Okay. And this is how I ended up flying to France and learn how to make tea. And in a private, I, I mentioned, I always said in a private school because people think, oh, but you know, you got uh, your education paid by France, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, my education in France wasn't paid by France. It was paid by my family, my siblings. Wow. And so I went to, uh, I completed four years in three because I was one of the best students. And then one year for specialization. So total four years. And okay. then I started my own. No, I worked like for four or five years in one of the biggest uh, dental lab in around the city of Champagne. And then I said, you know what? I just need to jump from the plane and start my own business. So I started my own business in France. I have, I had one dental lab in uh, in Laurent, the city of Champagne. And then I came out with uh, the patent, my own patent that allows me to make my dental wig without the dentist. I filed it in, in the United States. And so I opened a, a new location in downtown Paris to start trying, you know, having those customers. And then I moved, I finally moved from Paris to LA where, and I had with my, my, all my lawyers, they helped me achieve all this. It's a long path, but I'm very excited to be here. And I'm, it was one of the best choice of my life, you know. Awesome, awesome. Now I'm curious as to what, uh, what country in Africa? Cameroon. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice. I know many people, are, you know, a lot of uh, African-Americans here in the United States are, has, uh, have D, uh, Cameroon DNA, so it's what it is. I mean, okay. we were the center of uh, slavery. And on top of that, you know, it's part of, I think one day we'll have that conversation as well, because what people know, it's not always the truth. And mm -hmm. uh, what people know, it's always about what they were told. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that people don't know about the other side. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was blessed to be raised by traditional Africans, even though my dad was a politician and businessman, but he was really uh, stuck into uh, our tradition. So mm -hmm. that's, that's it. Okay. Nice. Nice. So now when we fast forward to, you know, like I said, you, you came to LA, um, what was that process like? I mean, since you had already, you know, built up your business and your brand in Paris, what was it like, you know, like I said, reestablishing your business in LA? I mean, a, a half a world's distance away. Well, you know, the problem was that in France, I was, even though I was, to be honest, I was married to a, a, a white man and, I was suffering uh, from racism. Mm. I mean, I couldn't take it anymore. And I said to myself, uh, enough, it's enough. 
after 25 years here, uh, even though I'm married to you, he's French guy, it couldn't, nothing couldn't happen. And, and I saw how in the United States, there's more freedom beside the entrepreneurial side of things. There's a lot of freedom. And this is how we decide from the, he said, yeah, I agree that um, our son who is biracial doesn't have the same chance here in my country. It's a shame. And this is how from, I just made the decision that I'm out, period. Mm -hmm. I'm out and I uh, uh, closed all the businesses in France and I moved to LA. Wow. Wow. So how was it like, you know, rebuilding, like I said, the, the reputation? Because you, you had a reputation for the what you were doing in Paris. But how was it like building up that reputation in L.A.? I mean, it was quite difficult. My first um, obstacle was speaking English. So I had my uh, business in downtown L.A. And I found that even though I hired people to help me, I find that at the end of the day, to build a reputation, building a reputation starts with the owner, not other people. <laughs> so I closed that business and I went back to school in college here. I went back and took ESL classes, you know, English as second language, you know, so I took, um, also, part of those classes, one classes was about the U.S. culture, you know, understanding the, the American, Americans' culture and how Americans think. So it was really, it took me a couple of years to achieve all that, but I needed. So, for example, when I moved in L.A., I was living in Santa Monica. Well, and one day I thought, hmm. This is not America. It's, I mean, my son was in a school, 1.6% uh, black student. Mm -hmm. And I said, I need to move into a city where, a, a most diverse city. And this is how I moved to Long Beach. Long Beach is part of Los Angeles County. And Long Beach, I, I believe, is the most diverse city in the United States. So in Long Beach, we have all types of... And, any countries, we have them in Long Beach. So, and I was very happy because I said, this is the America in which I'm living because we have different people, different cultures. So basically we need, I feel that on top of my uh, taking my classes, it helped me a lot understand those different cultures in the United States. Yes, it's not easy. It takes time. But in the meantime, what Obama said, America, in America, everything is possible. So it's just a matter of time and do what it needs to be done. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, I think that is amazing because as you begin to hear like how so many people have, have, have come to the U.S. for starting a business, especially for entrepreneurs, where they talk about China, that journey of starting their business and building up the brand. It, it, it is a very common story that I hear from a lot of entrepreneurs that have 
immigrated or moved here to the U.S. to do that. So I'm curious as to, you know, as you were building your business, you know, how did you settle on the name Dental Wig? So the reason was that I had the name was like Dantarel. And I mean, the bottom line is that you can like Apple. Apple has nothing to do with computer or phone, <laughs> right? But sometimes one of my lawyers said, you know, sometimes you need to find a name that helps people understand right away what it is. And this is how I came up with dental. I love wigs. This is wigs in my, on my head. You see what I mean? And, and I said, when, when I take away, I remove this wig from my head, I'm still lady, right? <laughs> but I like, it changes. And I say, well, dental, maybe it will be difficult to catch up. Why not dental wig? A wig for teeth. And I'm a woman, you know, women loves wigs. So period. <laughs> I made all this. I tried to put all this together, you know, and, they, and right away, my lawyers, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> it's, per, it's exactly what it is because it's, it has nothing to do with, uh, it's not a, a medical device. It's really for beauty. Wow, that is amazing. So, you yeah. know, one, I'm curious as so when, you know, customers and clients, when they buy their dental wig, you know, what's some of the feedback and some of the reviews that you've heard from customers? Uh, I would say, I mean, all reviews are amazing. And I just want to really uh, confirm here that all testimonials that you have on the website, mydentalwig.com, are real testimonials. Uh, we did not pay anybody to do that. <laughs> that. I mean, it's true. And I remember one lady, because I'm very concerned, uh, I care a lot about our seniors. And I remember when she got her dental wig, she looked in the mirror and she started crying. And I asked her, Sharon, why are you crying? And you know, she was crying like a little girl who just received her dolly, you know? And she said, I was thinking that I'm going to spend the, uh, the um, rest of my life without my teeth. In fact, she couldn't afford what the dentist, the price from the dentist, you see? She was so excited and crying of, cry, uh, of joy. And another young man, military, and he told me, he called me, you know, he, he, had, he snapped his dentary on the bottom. He said, now, you know what, I'm good to go. And he called me, I think it was like three weeks. He said, Lady, get, get, uh, guess what? I said, I, don't, he said, I got a job. Wow. I went back to where a place where they, uh, after my interview, they didn't hire me. I went back. I called them, said, please give me a chance. I want you to meet with you. He went back. There was like, whoa. <laughs> and he's got a job. And he said, and you know the best of this? I said, tell me. 
He said, I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> and these are true stories. I mean, and you, and you see the guy and I say, congratulations. I saw the other guy when he got his dental work, he told me, you know what? There is this woman in my church always say, oh, no, your teeth, oh, no. Now there's no reason anymore. I'm going after her. <laughs> and very, and very excited. It's always that excitement, you know, and people, they get back their confidence. And awesome. another one, a lady, she called me. She said, oh, my God, lady. <gasps> I just got great time. I said, what? Tell me. She said, you know, there is a man. They out there, I was working, he's a politician, high level. And every time he was, no, I don't, you see your sweet teeth. And, and she told me when I got your teeth right away, I just took a picture and sent to him. He was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and two days later, he said, I just booked my flight to LA. Let's have a good time. You know, and these are real stories. Isn't it amazing? So just bringing back to those guys, those people, their self-confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 nothing about chewing. It's really about how people look at them. Mm -hmm. You know, and that lady, eighty, I think she's my oldest client, eighty-seven. She just looked at me like this, and she said, "You are a genius." <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think oh, I some, so, um, and I think two days ago, I one of my clients who flew from uh, Canada to LA. He said, "Lydia, I'm, uh, it's more than three years now. I want a new dental work." And I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah, because of bone loss and all this." And he just said, "It's just an amazing product." Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So if people are interested in getting their own dental wig, how do they get in touch with you and where can they find you online or on social media? Yeah, it's simple. On mydentalwig.com, which is our unique website, or or we have My Dental Wig on YouTube channel uh, or My Dental Wig on Facebook, Facebook page, My Dental Wig on LinkedIn, My Dental Wig on Instagram, on Twitter, my dental has its own page or directly send a message to Lydia Lavalsi on all those social media platforms. However, I need to mention that sometimes it's not me uh, seeing those messages because I have people managing uh, those platforms. When uh, they're lucky, you know, your message, I saw it. Sometimes I don't see it. I don't see See it because it's already taken and managed by uh, the person in charge of. And mm -hmm. I mean, and I have over 7,000 followers on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I can't respond to each person. Best place to reach out to me. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Lydia, before we wrap up, one of the last questions that I'd like to ask is, you know, when you think about your journey as, you know, in, in building out your brand and your business, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other business owners? First advice. I mean, there are many really uh, things to take care of. 
make sure that every single thing you're doing is legal. Legality. Second point, always excite your customers. It's really about customer experience. Make your customers happy. That's wow. it. It's simply it is as it is. And this is what I try to apply with my team, right? Awesome. Well, Liddy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I really enjoyed having you on for the interview, for learning more about your background, your business, and thank you for sharing your wisdom and insight. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Terrell. And one more time, happy 2021 to you and your team as well. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the business talk library is the place where business